If somebody powerful asked you the question, what do you want? What would be your answer? I'm talking about somebody who has the, the resources and the means to actually do some things. For example, the economy ain't so good right now. Prices are sky high. So an understandable answer would be, let me hold $20. But really, if faced with that question, what do you want? What can I do for you? What's your go-to thing? What do you need? What is it that you desire? Well, today we're going to take a look in the book of 2 Kings chapter 2, and we're going to see a scenario just like that. Somebody is being asked, what can I do for you? What do you want by a powerful man? So stand by as we discuss the topic, what do you want? Coming up next on The Trifling One. All right, so we're going to read 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 9, and I'm reading from the NIV version today again at 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 9. And it says, When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, Tell me, what can I do for you before I am taken away from you? Let me inherit a double portion of your spirit, Elisha replied. Now, in order to understand what's happening here, we are observing, we're witnessing the conversation that takes place between a great man of God and his mentee. The great man of God, his name is Elijah with a J. And he's talking to his mentee, the person who was handpicked by God to follow him. And he would be the one who would succeed him, meaning taking, taking his place as the next powerful prophet, Elisha with an S-H. And we're coming to the end of Elijah's life, the end of his journey on this earth. And just before we get to this point, we know that Elijah parts the Jordan River and they walk across on dry land and they're talking. And he says to Elisha, what can I do for you before I'm taken away from you? He knows that he's not going to be with him for much longer. And Elisha, the young man says, let me inherit a double portion of your spirit. So there are two things we're going to talk about today. The first of those is, what are you aspiring to receive? What are you aspiring to receive? Verse number nine says, when they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, tell me, what can I do for you before I'm taken from you? And so Elisha is faced with a question and he, he has to search his heart to determine, what do I want? He's being asked a question by his mentor who's been used by God to do some massive things. Uh, Elijah was the one who, you know, through his words, there was a three and a half year drought that took place in the land, which means it didn't rain for three and a half years because God had placed that power in Elijah. We're told at another time that God raises a widow's son through Elijah. And so this woman's child had passed away and God used the prophet Elijah to bring him back to life. 
after Elisha is called into ministry, he he witnesses Elijah do some miraculous things. And so now he's being asked, what can I do for you? This is a big deal, y'all. You know, there's been a lot of uh, lotto hysteria lately as the most recent Mega Millions grand prize was like over $500 million. Elisha could have asked for land or for cattle or for, for money that would last for generations upon generations in his life. He could have asked for long life. He could have asked that a sick friend or a colleague or a family member be healed because I'm pretty sure that he knew somebody who was sick. He could have asked for a devoted partner. He, you know, he's kicking it with Elijah all this time. And I'm, I'm sure at some point in time as they were traveling together, he came across a young lady that he thought was just fine as all outdoors. And maybe he eventually wanted to settle down with a wife. Elisha was talented and he was gifted. He could have asked to finally get his big break to become recognized and acknowledged for what he could do or what he could create or what he, be, what he could become. The question is asked of him, what can I do for you? Fam, if you were asked that question by somebody who has demonstrated authority and power, like you've seen the things that they could do, what would you say? What do you answer? What are you aspiring to receive? There was another time in scripture in 1 Kings chapter 3 when God asked King Solomon, the son of David, what he wanted. And, and Solomon said, I am but a child. I don't know how to rule over your people. Please give me wisdom to make the right decisions. See, Solomon was concerned about taking what God had given him and, and doing the right thing with it. And Elisha Elisha was pretty similar because he wasn't looking for something that would give him personal gain or comfort. He simply wanted to serve God. What do you want? What are you asking for? What are you aspiring to receive? Our second point is who are you accompanying to replicate? Who are you accompanying to replicate. Verse number nine once again says, when they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, tell me, what can I do for you before I am taken from you? Let me inherit a double portion of your spirit, Elisha replied. Who are you accompanying to replicate? Elisha accompanied or, or spent time around Elijah. And he did this in order to be able to replicate Elijah's behaviors, in order to copy his behaviors, in order to be just like his mentor. You know, Elisha saw some things in Elijah's character that were worth replicating or duplicating or spreading more of. As we think about what we want, are, are we accompanying the right people to get us there? First and foremost, are we accompanying Jesus on his path? Or are we on our own path that we chose and then later on say, um, Jesus, I, I'm, I'm going over here. Can you, can you bless this path, please? Yeah, are we replicating what Jesus is all about? When Elijah showed up and called Elisha to follow him, 
Elisha could have decided that there were other things that he'd prefer doing. But what he wanted was to be available to God. And he knew that Elijah could help with that. Is that what you want? Because Elisha's wants were pure and they were God-focused, he asked that he would possess even more of a spirit than his mentor. And it was granted. What do you want? If you want what God wants, it's going to be granted. So as a result of that, Elisha was able to part the waters of the Jordan River. So after his mentor was taken away from him, and he turned around to go back, he also had to part the Jordan River, and he did that. Then when he was in Jericho, uh, there was toxic water, there was hazardous waste water that existed there, and he was able to purify the waters. God did that through him. And then there was a time when uh, he created oil in empty vessels. There was nothing in the vessels, and and oil was created. That was done by God through him. And then there was a dead boy in Shunem. And God raised that boy from the dead through him. Then there was a poisonous stew in Gilgal, and that was made harmless by God through Elisha. Then there were 100 men who were miraculously fed or, or supernaturally fed because 20 loaves of bread were increased through Elijah. Then there was the man Naaman who was sick, and he was healed by Elisha. And the list goes on. With so many desires and wants, the question is, what do you want, fam? Do you simply want a different body type? Is that what you want? Or do you want more money to spend? Or do you want to travel the world? Or do you want that business? And, you know, those aren't bad things. But ultimately, Ultimately, what is it that you want? What do you want to get? What are you aspiring to receive? But then the question becomes, who are you aligned with to get it? Who are you accompanying in order to replicate them? My prayer is that that is Jesus Christ. And my prayer is that you find folks on this earth, on this planet, who can sow into you and help you to become everything that God would have you to be. Heavenly Father, I ask that you would be with us and guide our desires, Heavenly Father. Guide the things that we want so that we can make sure that we're on your path. Heavenly Father, when you ask us, when you take the time to say, what is it that you want, son or daughter? I pray that you'd be pleased with our answer the same way you were pleased with Elisha and with Solomon. Because of their desire, you gave them what they asked for. And so now, Heavenly Father, we place our wants and our desires back in your hands. Have your way with us. We thank you in advance for doing this. And we ask that you forgive us. All of this we pray in your Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ's name. And all of the trifling ones said, Amen. Thank you.